This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. My guest, Bill Flanagan, is an executive vice president of MTV Networks. He also contributes pieces about music to CBS's show Sunday Morning. His first satirical novel, uh, called A&R, was about the music business. Now he's written a new satirical novel about another world he's very familiar with, cable TV. It's called New Bedlam. The story starts when a very successful TV executive ends up in a reality show scandal and is forced out of network television. To salvage his TV career, he takes the first job he can get, running a group of small-time New England cable channels owned by a man who made his fortune selling cars. He's divided his three low-budget stations among his dissatisfied children. There's the Arts Channel that features pretentious documentaries and performances, the Comic Book Channel that features shows about superheroes and geeks talking about them, and a Boomer Rerun Channel, which devotes a lot of time to showing the father's favorite program, Bonanza. Some of your book almost seems like an homage to Bonanza, I mean, because Bonanza is so important in the book and in the life of the... um, of the patriarch. Um, did you grow up with Bonanza? Sure, didn't we all? Sunday night at nine, you know, the toughest decision you had to make as a kid in the 60s was how to fill that half-hour gap between the end of Ed Sullivan and the beginning of Bonanza. Uh, you know, and then the Smothers Brothers came along and we all started growing our hair and, and listening to The Who and the Cartwrights kind of faded away. But, you know, I, I think that aside from the fact that I do have uh, this, this latent catalog of useless information that I picked up as a child watching Bonanza and I wanted to put it to use. There's also the fact that it is a book about family and it is a book about the mythologies of families and grown children and their parents and the the grief and heartache and laughs that they cause each other. And I thought that in a way Bonanza was a pretty good metaphor. That's the ideal family. That's the perfect impossible relationship with the three grown sons are all handsome and heroic and straight shooters and the father's a great man and they all ride off in the sunset together at the end of every episode so in and, a way and they're, they're all unmarried and they devote all of their attention to their father <laughs> well you know we don't know what was going on down in the uh down down among the cattle lowing in the field at the at the Ponderosa, and we don't want to know. But certainly the, the sons on Bonanza had a, a, a filial devotion, which, again, The Godfather's kind of the same story. You know, there were some wives off scene in The Godfather, but it's basically the same scenario. The powerful father and the three sons, and the middle one's a little goofy, and the oldest one is the toughest, and the youngest one, who they don't pay that much attention to, ends up being the one to take over the father's chair. But again, it's also the story of the Kennedys. And that's not fiction. You actually have a long passage about Bonanza in your novel. Do you want to read a couple of lines? 